Miller, and Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. This is Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. All right, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Miller and Condon on a Wednesday. And a hot one at that. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. For the next two hours, Trent Condon, Ken Miller talking sports with you. Portion is of our number one, brought to us by our friends at Ames Lager. It is available. Oh, really? Yes. Official launch is not tomorrow, but it's it's been found. It's all over central Iowa. Check your call, your local high V or wherever you pick up your beer. Ames Lager, the beer that supports the student-athletes, is available uh, as of today. So coming up on the BMW of Des Moines guest list, this is how it shapes up. We're going to talk to uh, someone, um, a, a new B, at least to us. Bill Seals has been on the Iowa State beat for some time. Uh, Cyclone Report, part of the Rivals Network. But Bill will slide on in here at 1130, pick his brain on uh, what he anticipates the 2023 football season is going to look like. Uh, then Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, his normal spot. We're running out of those daily appearances with Mitch. Uh, just a couple more, and then it becomes a weekly spot. Uh, in hour number two, we'll start with David Eicholt. There is some Hawkeye news we'll get to right off the start of the program. Uh, before we head to Chicago, catch up with David Kaplan, where there's a lot of news in the city of Chicago, especially when it pertains to the Chicago White Sox as they have made some significant front office moves and maybe one that's going to upset White Sox fans just when they thought they were, you know, they, they, there was some good news to celebrate. All of a sudden, Tony La Russa, depending on who you listen to, has been brought back in as a consultant. Eek, e, right? Um, Didn't they try this before? <laughs> next thing we know, he's going to be back in the dugout, Trent. Yeah. Grafal, eh, you're done. Thanks. One year. One year. You're out of here. Uh, La Russa is back. Uh, so we'll talk to Cappy. Obviously, we'll catch up on the Cubs. Bad loss for them last night. They will be playing as we will be speaking with Cappy because they've got a first pitch coming up here uh, toward the top of the hour. And then Trent's plays of the day. And, folks, last week was not good. Last week was not normal. He's back. 4-0 in baseball last night. 2-0 in baseball the night before. 6-0 in the bases so far in the two days this week. Put a little pressure on me. Keep her going, TC. All right, we'll try. Uh, you haven't had a, a perfecto as far as the week goes. I mean, that's no. all, that's asking a lot. But you've had some ten and twos. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I put together. I think what there was a thirteen and two week in there sometime this summer. We've we've had some good and, ones. And don't take our word for it. Yes. Go to the Action Network where Trent's picks and everybody's picks that actually is part of that are actually chronicled, and you can see. You can verify. You can follow along. You can fade them if you want. But and the last you can nine months, reach out and bitch at him when yep. he has a couple of bad nights. You know, it's funny. Because we laughed last Monday after I had no for five. Yeah. A rarity, but it happened. Sure it does. And I had this random guy texting me. I'm hearing from people on social media. People are giving me crap when I'm seeing him. A random guy has your number? Well, yeah. How do you get my number? I don't know. But I'm getting this kind of stuff. Yet last night, 4-0. Not a peep. Not a word. Not a, hey, thank you. Not a great job. Not a that a boy. None of it. Yeah. But when those offers come, Oof. they come out of the woodwork. All verified at the Action Network app. This is a non-paid endorsement, but and it's free for you to go there and yes. check them out. Whoever you and it's not just me; it's, it's thousands, yes, right? Professional people, people mm-hmm. that work for Action Network, from Darren Ravel, 
I, I would suggest probably not following his picks to people that are part of their network that write articles and uh-huh. do all the handicapping and do the podcast for them. All their picks are up there. You can follow along. Different handicappers are there. Our, uh, oh, who's our, our buddy? That uh, Le- Who? From where? In, uh, in, in state? Yes. We had lunch with him one day. And why is we his name escaping? We had lunch with him one day. And he fires at college football. Who am I thinking about here? I don't know. Todd Kirk. Oh, Todd. Come here. No, Maction. Yes. Mr. Maction. Mr. Maction. Todd Kirk. Yeah. yeah. T- Todd's on there. Chris Williams is on there, though. After a bad run, he deleted all of his picks and started oh, over. You're kidding me. That was a couple of years back. I had to give him a hard time. But yeah, Chris is headed to the airport. He's at the Vegas today. He'll be Ooh. at Circa. I am jealous of that. Hassel's going to be there. Ted Flint's going to be there. Aiden Wyatt. Those are the guys that I know. Anyways, yeah, I'm jealous uh, of it as well. Well, we do have some Hawkeye news pursuant to the gambling investigation. And I think this is surprising uh, a lot of people. Uh, as we recall, Noah Shannon, who was um, named as one of the participants to represent the University of Iowa in their football program at uh, Big Ten Football Media Days, uh, went public and said he's not going because of the fact that he is caught up in it. He's been suspended for the entire season. That surprises me. I'm he right is appealing, mm-hmm. but, I mean, he's going to be suspension pe- or suspended pending the appeal. Um I guess I didn't think it was that severe. I thought we were looking at four games. Mm -hmm. That 30% of the season threshold. And rounding up, it would be 3.6 games, and they'd round up to four. Mm -hmm. I thought that was going to be, if you didn't bet on, obviously, your own team. If you didn't bet on Iowa Athletics. Which which he hasn't, because there's been no criminal charges. I believed when we saw the new set that came in from the NCAA, this is our new look at sports wagering. Uh Uh-huh. That it was going to be probably everybody was going to be over that eight hundred dollar threshold, and everybody was going to have a four game suspension. It's a season. Does that make sense? Does that fit the crime? I don't know. I mean, this is from the NCAA. It's not from the University of. And and he's. We saw the release yesterday. There, there were what eleven student athletes. Yes. And current student athletes. Current student athletes. And there were a couple in the wrestling. What four in the wrestling program that were identified? Six. Six came out from a newsbreaker in the wrestling world. Now, many Hawkeye fans would also argue that he has an axe to grind with the Hawkeyes. Oh, but is that right? Yeah, oh yeah. But he's a guy that I wouldn't think he would put that out there if it was bad info. So. No, I, I wouldn't think so. Um, but. Six total, though. Four guys out for the season, two more that will miss X amount. Of gotcha. Um, so we, we still are waiting a couple of names to be. I think just one football is left. Just one football. I think it's just so one football. So the secondary rumor that there was going to be two starters are going to be caught up, and apparently not. I think it's one. I think that's okay. what we're still waiting. Now, you got to help me out here. So in the press release that we got yesterday from the University of Iowa, mm-hmm. it hid behind. For FERPAs, they've done for for years, decades. The Family Education Right and Privacy Act. Uh-huh. So I'm like, all right, I've heard this term before. Mm-hmm. They've used it a million times. Yes, absolutely. And, and Iowa State, too. And the medical side, we understand that. Get that. Get absolutely. That. Hip, hip a different story. This is what the Family Educational Rights and Privacy Act is. A federal law that affords parents the right to have access to their children's educational records, the seek to have records amended, and the right to have some control over disclosure of personally identifiable information for from their educational records. This has nothing to do with their educational records. That's, We're not asking if he got a B minus in physics. No, no. no we, that's not what this is. Why did they lie to us? Why, why they why have they, for, what, what was the women's the woman's name that, that was the president? She went to Michigan. 
Um, Mary Sue Coleman. Mary Sue Coleman. That was her first card she would play. Oh, every, every time. Every you single You got a question? Furpa. Furpa. Hippa. Hippa. Furpa. Hippa. Furpa. It became comical. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm talking about 20 years ago. Yes. Um, she was president when I was school in Iowa. Was she really? Yeah. She was president when I was on the radio early in my career. And she used that card. They used that card religiously. That's not what this is. <laughs> it wasn't then either. <laughs> this is protecting student privacy. That That's the overview. Okay. But what the law says is about student records. This is not a student record. This is an NCAA violation. Mm-hmm. Just say we're not going to release the names. Right. Hey, why do they hide behind Well, they this? put it out. Will we find out? The and let's say they they continue down this path and they don't release the uh, one player that you believe is still uh, uh, lingering out there. Um, when the depth chart comes out on Friday, mm-hmm. and that person is not on the depth chart, or will that person be on the depth chart to even muddy the waters even further? Perhaps, <laughs> and then they just hide behind. And then he, and then that, he's out. And then we have to rely on Tom Caker getting to the press box in, uh, early enough to mm-hmm. you know, start looking at the, who's warming up and who's in street clothes and stuff. I love that part of it. You I do? do. That's part of my football morning. <laughs> For both Iowa and Iowa State, who's you know, going through uh, going through warm-ups, who's not, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Anyways. When I got kids out of the house, I'll be able to do stuff like that. Yeah, well, you will. It's just, I just kind of want to see, well, how, how bad were we lied to this week? <laughs> right. <laughs> What didn't we know? Yeah. What do we know now? Uh-huh. And away we go. It, yeah. We're waiting for one more, it sounds like, on the football side. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to release the names, that's fine. But don't hide behind something that's about educational records, yeah. about grades. Mm-hmm. This isn't about grades. Nope. Got a B minus in home ec. Okay. Is <laughs> that what I'm asking? No, we're not. And But they will. Uh, anyways, so that's the, that's the latest. But no, Shannon, that's... A year? The good news is he plays a position that has a lot of depth behind it. The bad news is no Shannon was going to play a lot of snaps. He'd be in an NFL camp right now. If he wanted to go. Yeah, probably so. He came back for a sixth yep. year. Yep. He came back for one more season of yep. college football. Did he make a mistake? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Should he have to serve suspension for that mistake? No doubt about it. But a full year without knowing details. Now, if all of a sudden we're talking about he's a guy that was betting thousands of dollars a game, okay, different mm-hmm. conversation. But we don't have that information. Right. On the surface, from what we found out with, what, the 15 or so athletes that have come out to this point and the records that have come, there's nobody that was more than $100 better. Most of them were in the $10 better range. And if it's the same case with Noah Shannon and he has to sit out a year because of that, mm-hmm. and his college, his career's over. It's over. He's not getting the seventh year. No, no, no. His college career is over. Yep. Where he could be earning a paycheck right now Mm -hmm. in an NFL camp. He could be, if it doesn't work out, starting his career. Mm. Instead, he came back, and this is what he got. Now, how quickly is the appeal process going to take? Well, I mean, it's never quick. (laughs) Right. And he can't play until until there's some adjudication of his appeal. And what legs he got to stand on. I mean, this is the NCAA we're talking about here. Yeah. This isn't the friendliest group. This isn't the group that uses the most common sense. Yes, did he break the law? Yeah, okay, did he break the rules? I'm not sure he broke a law. Did he break a rule? He's over 21, correct? He is. Um, He's in a six-year college. I'd right, hope he is. he'd be over 21. So, uh, you know, I don't think there's a law broken. No. There's been no charges. <sighs> been no charges that we know of. He broke an NCAA rule. Mm-hmm. Suspension, Absolutely. But look at the baseball players. How long did they? They still don't know. They still don't know. They so, probably do now. Well, yeah. maybe now, but that was, we got that in May. So this is May, June, July, August, almost all four months. So will, will Shannon find out middle of December, right before Christmas? 
Sounds about right. You know, then what? Well, do you want to play the poll game? Uh, Are you getting ready? And going off to the NFL. Has he, has he graduated, do you know? Yeah, he's in grad school. Well, there you go. He's yeah. got his diploma already. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I guess it's... I don't know. Hard to say. T- difficult situation. I get why people are pissed off that it's only the state of Iowa. I get it. It's happening everywhere. It's happening everywhere. Why, oh, why was our wonderful state than it is, and I truly mean I love it here, why were we picked on? I can say we because this is one of the few times it fits. Why were we picked on? But we were picked on. Why were we... That's true. There was it's, it's something. Well, this didn't you, come from the NCAA. That's true. It started from a baseball player's mom. Yes, this didn't come from some organization. It came because of a tip a, with the a Iowa stolen DCI. Identif- identity. They had to do this. The DCI had to. Mm-hmm. You cannot. Mm-hmm. And when you find out it involves a student athlete, they have to investigate. Every one of those people's jobs would have been on the line if they just brushed that one under their. Yeah. They had to do it. That's their job. Right. As a and, and DCI member, you have to do that. I, I get it. You're right. This isn't I that line of thinking. Why are we being? You're not being picked on. You're not being picked on. But it's but we we'd be and we know we're not naive. We no. know it's happening everywhere. Absolutely. But there's been nothing that has precipitated the beginning of an investigation. You got a tip for a Badger? Go for it. Let them know. Right. Let the Wisconsin D, DCI, whatever their equivalent is, let them know. Well, you can only bet. Well, I guess you can't. Can you bet on mobile if you go to an yeah. Indian casino only in Wisconsin? Yeah, something. I think. But rules use Illinois, Illinois can't bet on college sports. Whatever. Pick your well, state. Well, you can't that bet, has. period, if you're a college athlete. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you have information, pass mm-hmm. it along to them. Iowa DCI, though, has no jurisdiction. No. Outside can't of our leave, state borders. Can't, can't leave the borders. Uh, so, Noah Shannon is out for the year, uh, which is. I think that surprises a lot of people. David Eichel, we'll get more on that with David uh, coming up here uh, at the uh, well, the uh, top of our number two. Look forward to catching up with David Eichel, who, by the way, along with Nick Olson, um, Connection Drive, Sean Roberts and Heather putting together a pretty cool segment. They're going to do, devote an hour uh, to Iowa State and an hour to Iowa I'm not sure. I think I think I well, I'm, I'm guessing Iowa State's Wednesday, Iowa's Thursday. Potentially, uh, but uh, the Caxton Drive is going to devote an hour to that during the football season. But Eichelt is with us today, uh, coming up here uh, at twelve oh five. What does this guy want? He's got a little gambling information from a oh, different state. Does he? The he baseball does. Benny. Boy, your Braves I are got- in trouble. Oh yeah, we're 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 struggling. Yeah, Ozuna's only on fire. He's only up to twenty seven home runs. Seven guys with over twenty, Ken. Yeah, you uh, can't pitch, Michael, Benny. You can't pitch. Hmm? Did did Max Fried come back? Is Kyle Wright supposed to be back? This is a false over? favorite, Benny. Don't get your hopes up too high, my <laughs> oh, friend. They're going to come I, I crashing never... down. Yeah, and you probably bet on them at two to one when you got <laughs> no no <laughs> no three and a half to one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you you waited because before the season you could have got them at six. Oh, they got to prove it to me, Benny. They got to prove it to you. <laughs> then you bet them at three to one. Well, you're not supposed to bet a lot. Win a little. You're supposed to be. I've heard now, that where did somebody. you learn that from? Yeah, yeah, I heard that from where somebody. did you learn that from? All right, what's your point? I Go think, ahead, kid. I think I think I learned it from Longshot Louie from Good uh, Old maybe. Canada, right. <laughs> who I learned who you learned it from. Um, Matt Peralt, I got to give credit on Twitter. Just posted. Yes. Kentucky sports gambling. Yes. Is 18 years old. What Kentucky 18. sports gambling is 18? They just gave out licenses yesterday. Which circa got one of them? How are we not making a bigger deal of that Kentucky has a legal sports betting age of 18? Okay, let the DCI in Kentucky go crazy because the biggest gamblers are between the ages of 18 and 30. 
And I guarantee if it's happened in the state of Iowa, once it's legal there, they've got athletes doing it too. So, yeah. And nobody wants to look into it. I don't know who tipped them off at the DCI in Iowa to do it, but they could do this across the country, and every school is going to have athletes get named. Yeah. They would. So it, it, yeah, absolutely. But there's something that has to be done to initiate an mm-hmm. investigation. So help me out. Tell, tell me what you said again, because I must. I think I missed your point. Kentucky sports wagering to is, legally wager on sports. You, you have to be 18 not years 21, old. 21, 18 in not Kentucky. 21, 18. Holy! Just mackerel. like if you go to, just like if you go to Minnesota, you can go to Mohe- mm-hmm. or to uh, and bet at 18, play blackjack at 18. The casino by yeah. Canterbury, yeah, what's Canterbury, it? Yep. Lake yep. something. Yep. Uh, yep, Mystic Lake. Mystic Lake. Yeah. First place, first place I ever went and played blackjack. Got clobbered. Years old. Yeah, no one four hundred. Oh, did you? Oh, okay. Look at that. All right, all yeah, right. I'm giving it all, giving it all back, just in different places, but not giving it back to Mystic Lake. But in other places, I've given it back. All right, <laughs> thanks, Benny. Good to hear from you. Have a good one. So, 18 years old in the state of Kentucky. That's kind of scary, isn't it? it? Must mirror the horse populations. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they're just going live. Circa got one of their licenses. Did you see that? I didn't know. That's good. Kids, it was just approved. I know we, they were working on mm-hmm. that and a lot of phone calls from yeah. a lot of our friends out there. Good to see that. They're going to partnership with the, uh, I think it's Kentucky Downs. They're the closest to the Tennessee border would had sports wagering, but they just rob you blind. Oh, really? Oh, the tax structure. And, it, and where they're going to be located, we have to, is it's close to Nashville. Oh. So they think that they'll get some of that traffic mm-hmm. uh, is behind that. Yeah, that's not good. But, 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 Benny's right. Everybody's right. If they all they have to do is is I, I I guess if you're an administrator or a coach, you get down on your knees at night and you just hope that nothing um, causes an an investigation to begin because you know damn well it's confined. I think it's not exclusive to Iowa. Nobody believes that. No. Uh, by the way, I want to find time. Well, maybe we can talk to Bill Seals about this. Some publication came out today that has Matt Campbell on a hot seat. Matt Campbell's not in a hot seat. That's just silly. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Matt Campbell, look, he doesn't have as much money in the Goodwill bank account as he mm-hmm. had at this time last year. If they take a step back from four and eight, then the bank account gets. Now, you want to write this article next year? Sure. And tell me they won two games after winning four the game before, or four the year before? Okay, maybe. There's no hot seat for Matt Campbell. No. Um, Mark is up. Mark, welcome to the program. What's on your mind? Hey, guys. I'm sure I'm going to open a hornet's nest here. But um, I am very anti-gambling in all aspects. I just think it erodes our society. I know you guys are very pro-gambling. I think that it's degree you make your living off it and good for you. But uh, when you look at all this, I'm going to use the word corruption. You know, maybe it's nickels and dimes, but this is sort of a corrupting thing that has happened to the athletes of the state. Does it give you any pause about how much we as a society has have embraced gambling um personally no because there's so many vices out there like i come from a family that um that that experienced that my my father had no father because his father liked to bet poker and owned a stable full of horses and this is in the 30s and the 40s during the a time when there was no money my dad had no dad growing up and when i went to the racetrack it killed him to see his oldest son you know going down that path but he very quickly embraced me and loved me for it. So 
do I look? You, there's there's drink, there's drugs, there's there's whatever your vice is. I get it, Mark. Your point is absolutely one hundred percent well taken. And we like to have the balance. We do. Um, and yeah. and we're we're glad to have you on the air and talk about it all. But personally, does it give me pause? I'm kind of live and let live type of person. Um, you know, it how you, how you live your life doesn't affect me type of thing. Should I be more involved? I don't think so, but I get your point, Mark. I really do. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I will say, at some point, if the scale gets big, how other people leave their lead their lives do affect me because, well, like what you described, if I understand it right, your dad's dad. I mean, that had to have social implications to your family, and if there's enough of those, you know, we've got. I mean, the state, and I don't mean the state of Iowa, just the state, like us, the government. Uh, we do have an interest in trying to protect at the macro level the population from itself, right? I mean, you say there's drinking, you're, I drink. You say there's drugs, I don't do illegal drugs. Mm-hmm. But but all those things decay us uh, if used improperly. I, I get it. And I guess I'm not sure I see the need for gambling. Now, I know what's going to – I would say it too. Look, man has probably gambled since the first two – Cavemen had two rocks. But I I just wish we weren't like the lottery. The lottery is just a tax on the poor, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's who plays the lottery. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just so cowardly of us to tax the poor so we can avoid taxing the rich. I mean Yeah, it's, it's a t- big ugly problem. It is, and it's really right. difficult to legislate morality, Mark. Uh I totally get it. I, I get your point. Uh, I'm respectful to your point, um, but it's here, and I don't think it's going to go away. I really don't. Yeah. All right. Love the show, guys. Thank, Thank you, you, Mark, and I appreciate your opinion. I respect it, and you're welcome anytime. That was really good from Mark. Well stated. Mm-hmm. Certainly a different viewpoint than either of us, and I'm yeah. like you. Personal choice, personal freedoms, the opportunity to make your own choices in life. But we can control it, and there's a lot that can't. We are in a better spot as it pertains to sports wagering, than we were before it was legalized. Right, because of transparency. Absolutely. Uh-huh. We know what is happening. Uh-huh. We know the things that are out there, and that yep. is an important part of all of this. Because these things that were out there, our own Bruce stuff, that's concerning. Mm-hmm. And this is all we know about what was bet on online yep. through a legal account. Right. There are still other places out oh, there, though. Of course though, there are. Where you can get down. Uh-huh. There are places there's right still, here in There's the still bookies all over the, yes, all over the central Iowa. And they're still doing well. Uh-huh. Because with those bookies, you can work on credit. That's exactly right. You work on credit, Yeah, things can get a little mm-hmm. hairier. Mm-hmm. But as we know things, how did the Alabama baseball situation, how did it come to fruition? How did we find out about it? Um, regulations and uh, people in place that were there to look for those things. If this was in a back alley? No, we never would have known. Never would have known. Never would have known. Uh, Mark, uh, sincerely appreciate your call and, and your opinion. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back. We will uh, speak with uh, Bill Seals, who's going to join us. CycloneReport.com. That is part of the Rivals Network. Look forward to uh, catching up with Bill on what he foresees. So there's, what, one Iowa State name still out there? Hanukkah, right? That's the one? That's the one. Now do we believe? Well, in Remsburg. Remsburg's practicing, according to Randy Peterson in today's Reg. But when we find out today that Noah Shannon gets a year-long suspension. Are we finding out all across the state? Is this what it's going to be across the board? 
I just don't think... And then the appeal process maybe can get it back to that 30% threshold. But don't you think... After appeal, cut to a four-game suspension. Maybe. Or six-game suspension. I mean, I hope that's the case in Shannon's case. Um, For all these guys. For all of them. Yes. Um, Unless they bet on their team. Isaiah Lee, um, Hunter Deckers, sorry. Yes. Um, Aaron Blom. Aaron Blom, bye-bye. If Iowa knows, Iowa State has to know. Yes. Right? Or if it might be a day later. Like, we're going to send it to Iowa this day. The next day, we'll, we'll send it to Iowa. They'll find out by today at latest. But I'm going to guess they already know. 11.25, we'll come back. We'll talk some Cyclones. David Eicholt on the Hawkeyes in hour number two. Mitch Holtis will join us on the Chiefs. And then David Kaplan. What in the world is going on with the White Sox? I don't think we're getting to the White Sox today. I saw I heard your promo. <laughs> and then all of a sudden yesterday. <laughs> yeah, it hit the fan mm-hmm. after you. Coming up on Miller and Condon, we'll talk Cubs. We'll talk Bulls with David Kaplan. Wait a second. No Bulls. Bears. Bell, bears. Uh, bears, rather. <laughs> Um, White Sox got a little something, too. A little something. Uh, Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106. net. Welcome back to Morning Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Take you until 1 o'clock here on a Wednesday. Uh, let's get to Bill Seals. He covers Iowa State, CycloneReport.com, part of the Rivals Network, and he joins us. Bill, Trent, and Ken, uh, good to catch up with you. Bill, how are you? Hey, I'm great, guys. I appreciate you having me on. And, uh, you know, it's always an exciting time of the year with, uh, obviously, Iowa State starting up and then, here locally, we've got high school football. That means high school recruits to track. So uh, always an exciting time of year for sure. Absolutely. Lots of, lots of ground to cover at uh, CycloneReport.com. Well, I guess let's start with, let's start with uh, what we know and who's going to be on this roster. And we know there's a lot of pressure. At least I think there is. Maybe not pressure's not there. A lot of eyeballs on Ryan Clanton and how he's going to try and develop what has clearly been an underachieving unit since Campbell has gotten there, uh, and Clanton has been anointed as the guy to fix it. From the the players that you've spoken with, um, what are they saying? What do you what What's your anticipation? Uh, the offensive line is going to be like for Iowa State in two thousand twenty three, Bill. Well, I think with uh, with with Clanton coming on board, uh, one positive I think for I obviously with him coming on board, what he's done at U and I, I think the cupboard is not bare by any means at Iowa State. Uh, you've got two two guys, I think, there you would call sure starters. Obviously, they're not going to say outside of Jared Hufford right now who's going to start. But I think Tyler Miller's one of those guys that, uh, at left tackle. Uh, Grant Triber uh, was one of them that started quite a bit when, um, when, when Jake Remsburg's had his injuries. I'm sure we'll, we might cover that a little bit uh, here mm-hmm. in yep. a little bit, guys. But... Uh, there, there's some returning guys there uh, that that have gotten a lot of praise. I think uh, the, the simplistic approach with Ryan Clanton paying dividends with those guys that uh, I think really struggled in the, the past couple years under uh, Jeff Myers. I think uh, they're really catching on to this, and then you're seeing you're, you're seeing some progress made by some of the redshirt freshmen, some of the redshirt sophomores. I think. Uh, Three of the names you you hear bandied about quite a bit, I, I think, are uh, you know right now Jim Boniface is, is a guy, uh, a redshirt sophomore, uh, Dalen Hazard. He's been talked about quite a bit, uh, a three star they got out of Minnesota. I wouldn't be surprised if he's that 
uh, starting guard opposite of Hufford mm-hmm. come game one. And then Brady Peterson, Ankeny Centennial kid, uh, has kind of put his time in the program. You saw him take some snaps at at center and at guard last season, and Trevor Downing's gone now. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Brady Peterson step in. And then uh, James Neal, another uh, Juco transfer out of uh, out of Kansas that they got. He's another one that... Uh, with, with some experience at the college level. So the depth is there. I think the simplistic approach is, is paying dividends. And, gosh, you, you talk about being you know not real sure at the quarterback position. If that offensive line can hold up its end of the deal and become a strength, that obviously can uh, mask some things in, in other areas. So what do we – you mentioned Remsburg. What do we make of this? He's, he's now practicing. We know that the Iowa players – uh, are aware of uh, of what punishment awaits them. I have to assume that's the case at Iowa State. I'd be you know be surprised if everybody didn't find out at the same time. So what do you, we make, uh, Bill? That Remsburg is back at practice. Well, I think that they want to have him uh, involved and and ready, uh, depending on. Uh, gosh, I would think maybe in the next couple of days we'll hear uh, what the suspensions are for a couple of those uh, couple of those players still in the program. Remsburg being one of them. Uh, I think if he's back practicing, there's the expectation at some point this season he's going to be available and ready to go, and that really bolsters the depth on that offensive line. And at that point, uh, maybe comes back. I, I'm, I'm not sure uh, really to speculate on that, but uh, maybe six games there for Remsburg. He comes back. Uh, would be relatively early on in the, the the Big 12 conference season and has a lot of experience at tackle could certainly help him and if he's practicing he'll be uh, he'll be ready to go and healthy. Over the weekend, Iowa State had their kind of inter squad scrimmage went live with some ones versus ones and it sounded like the defense dominated. Now that shouldn't surprise. We know the defense is very good, but. Are you surprised after what we know with Hunter Deckers not being part of the team certainly for this fall that. Beck has not taken this job and run with it. What have you heard about him and J.J. Cole fighting for that job? And where does Tanner Hughes fit in? Well, I think uh, Rocco Beck is a guy, if he would have joined the program last January, I think maybe the narrative's a little bit different with him. But uh, he, he came in in the summer, was already kind of behind the eight ball. J.J. Cole, on the other hand, came in in January. So you're seeing the results of that right now. But uh, I like what Rocco brings. Uh, if there's any quarterback in that uh, program right now that kind of reminds you a little bit how he plays to Brock Purdy, the escapability, the ability to kind of get out of the pocket and, and make some plays, it's Rocco can extend uh, extend the plays and, and, and do well there. Uh, I think all the accounts have been so far that he's a little bit ahead of J.J. Cole, and I think just class-wise, you, you probably got to start Rocco back out of the shoot. Otherwise, you risk you start a true freshman there, you risk maybe losing Rocco to the portal the way the, the quarterback uh, positions in flux at so many programs, but wouldn't surprise me to see Rocco in there. And uh, you've got some some playmakers there at the wide receiver position, even with Xavier Hutchinson out of there now. Some younger guys stepping up. Jaden Higgins into the program now uh, uh, as a, as a transfer. Bill Seal, CycloneReport dot com uh, is our guest. Bill, give me the temperature of your of your message boards when it comes to Matt Campbell. And the reason I bring it up is there was a report today that his seat is hot, which is complete BS in my opinion. But um, I mean, are you seeing much of that? Is there are, are there you know some of the subscribers that Cyclone Report 
not behind Campbell to think that this is now is the time that if he doesn't get it done this year, he's got to go? That would surprise me. Yeah, it would, would surprise me too. I, I think that uh, the, the the tone on the board is is basically that uh, this is still going to be maybe another uh, rebuilding year or a re you know restocking the. You know, the depth chart year, maybe with a lot of younger guys, it's going to be a young team once again uh, at, at Iowa State. And I think he's got this year. And then I think a lot of people are really looking towards 2024 as, as maybe a big year for uh, Matt Campbell to uh, to, to start uh, you know turning things back around. And obviously the schedule, that's another thing too. Oof. Gosh, uh, what the top six, I think I saw schedule in the – in the country for Iowa State, so maybe uh, I think with Iowa State fans on my board, tempered expectations yeah. with the schedule, with the young nucleus there, but uh, uh, gearing towards 2024 when it's it's a, a, a new Big 12 as well, no Texas, no Oklahoma, so seeing if Iowa State uh, can get back to the top, and at least in 2024. You know, depth in the defensive line remains a question mark for me. We know Haycock, what he does year after year. Dominic Orange, we continue to hear great things about him. What about some young names that you've been hearing about, some guys that maybe can pop up and help up with that three-man front? Well, obviously, I think you look at opposite uh, or on the outside of of Dom Orange. It's it's going to be Tyler Onyedem. It's going to be J.R. Singleton, I think, is the two guys there. And, and that's probably in your just your base, maybe your first down formation. And then when you get into uh, pressuring the quarterback, Joey Peterson probably going to be the, the first guy in there as a pass rusher uh, back with a, a lot of experience. On, on the outside from what he gained last year. And he, he's won, too, uh, Matt Campbell, effusive praise for him. And you saw what Zach Peterson was able to do in, in his time in the program. And and uh, now it's Joey's turn. Uh, as far as some of the younger players, uh, you look at Ike Eziagu uh, out of the Kansas City area. He was Carson Willich's uh, teammate there at uh, Blue Springs High School in the Kansas City area. He's kind of in that next line. And then a true freshman, I'm not sure how much we'll see him this year, but uh, Samuel Samay. Yeah, uh, for him. Year, yeah he, he's got a lot of promise. Juco transfer, too, Jeff, Jefferson Abron, at, excuse me, Jefferson Adam out of uh, a Juco in Michigan. Another one in that uh, mold of uh, Will McDonald. Who are you hearing is going to win uh, the kicking job? Anybody have an edge? Well, I think it's probably going to be end up being Jace Gilbert just in lieu of the experience that he received uh, last season. But, uh, you know, Matt Campbell, uh, uh, some praise for Keegan Shackford and one of his media availabilities early and early on in, in camp and, and someone that's got a great leg. I think maybe someone you would have heard more from last year, but uh, kind of had an injury from what we were told that prevented him really from handling too much other than kickoffs. Bill Seals, CycloneReport.com, part of Rivals. Bill, thanks for doing this. We will impose on you again throughout the season uh, to join us here. Thank you, Bill Seals. Great to talk to you. Thanks for having me, guys. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Bill Seals, new voice, new name in the Rolodex here when it comes to Iowa State Athletics. We need it. We do. Absolutely do. Uh, So we hate to... um, Put the two of them together when talking Iowa State. Mm-hmm. Don't want to bring up Iowa and talking about Iowa. Don't want to bring up an Iowa State issue. Full pause. Cade McNamara. Yes. What have you learned? Well, Kirk Ferentz talked about the injury. They are hopeful. And again, hopeful. But he's practicing this week. They're hopeful. 
And no, he'll that's, be, I'm just and saying, not, that's what I was told. He's practicing this You were week. told that. Yeah. You were told that by me. No, not by you. You had it the other way around. Last week. And all I said was, yes, he is targeting to be back for Utah State. But there is a concern that that might not happen. Mm-hmm. What everybody was saying was just a tweak of the quad was more significant than that. Mm-hmm. And even if he does practice, and practice can mean a myriad of different things. I mean, he could be out there and throwing it left-handed. We're not stepping and throwing. I mean, you can be back at practice, but not be back at practice. Mm -hmm. And we'll see. But the tweak that some people thought that this was, it's a more significant quad injury than that. That's all I said last week. And I said last week, too, that, yes, they hope that he's going to be back for Utah State. And it's the same line. That's all I said. But people twist the words, make it more significant than it actually. Mm -hmm. That is exactly what I said. And it's playing out. He's not back at practice. They're hopeful to have him back, if not late this week, next week. And the other side, Kirk didn't say today he's coming back to practice next week. That's not what he said. No. Read what he said, listen to what I said, and you will get the story. This is more than just a tweak. That's all it is. It's a soft tissue injury. It's it's ironic. I, I read a piece, uh, I think it was by Rob Gray uh, at Cyclone Fanatic on the tight end room mm-hmm. at Iowa State. And they were, they were talking about expectations this year for Easton Dean, tight end, senior, you know, big dude, been there for been there a long time. But last year, Trent, he really wasn't able to play up to anywhere near his potential. He missed a lot of time because of soft tissue injury. It's a muscle strain. Can be a ligament. It can and it can and it can linger. take weeks. And it might not be all right all year mm-hmm. long. If you're Iowa, and if you feel another week of keeping him off his feet, all the treatment that he's getting is going to be best. For the long term of this season, do you do it? Or is it too important to get him some reps with this new team, with a new mm. offensive line, with new receivers, before you're going on the road for the first time against Iowa State? Mm. Boy. It's a tough decision. It is. Because I believe with Deacon Hill, they can still beat Utah State. So you're eliminating Labus from the conference? He's still not practicing I know himself. he's not. Yeah, he's, he's been out for weeks. Mm-hmm. He's not going to come back and all of a sudden win the job. No, I would think it would be this Deacon is, Hill. This is Big Deacon. Wisconsin transfer Deacon Hill. Thick. Big boy. (laughs) Big dude. Not height-wise, just big. Just broad shoulders. Right. Likes cheeseburgers. Uh Uh-huh. Big. That's who I think. I I don't see any way ladies could come back and win. I think the answer to your question, Trent, if it's it's better in the long... Do you really need him to beat Utah State? You don't. How important are those reps? Mm-hmm. If he's good enough to go out there, look, he's played in a hostile environment right, in the yeah. past, right? Yeah. Jack Trice is like, it's a good stadium, it's a wonderful environment, but he's played in big environments. Yes, um, I think you sit him. You do. I think you err on if, the side if of caution. If you believe that this is something that's going to help for, throughout well, this, my season. medical staff believes yes. and sells me. If on we it. give him another week, the likelihood that he's able that to make it through the rest of the season. Is, I don't think there's a choice. I think you sit him. I'm with you. And you keep him in street clothes, so you're not even tempted to put him in the game. All of a sudden, you're down 7-3, and it's in the third quarter. You get that defense back on the field to make a play. That's scoring defense. A couple of safeties. Let's tie this thing up. Not really. And punt. Um, well, uh, certainly interesting news. Anyways, Mitch Holtis joins us next. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.8. Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Let's get right to the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. Papa John's 
and the Donaldsons here in Central Iowa. They sponsor this daily conversation. Sadly, they're coming to an end, but we'll get Mitch Holtis weekly to talk about the defending champs, and he's with us right now. Mitch, Trenton, Ken, thanks for coming on. How are things? Great. Just wondering what's going on up at Johnston in the secret Papa John's laboratory guarded by the uh, National Guard of Iowa. You know, I got up this morning, I, I turned over to my wife and said, you know, we still got another week before we find, before we find out what's going to happen in September for this special. Yeah. Uh, she looked and at me drone. and said, it'll be here before you, you, you know security it. Security clearance to even say that. Yes, it's, it's tough. tough. It's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's going on? Before we get into uh, uh, in, into today's uh, focus, any news on Chris Jones? Like We get a lot of this. What's, uh, what's going on with Jones? Uh, obviously, such a huge part of that team. Uh, do you know anything, Mitch? Yep. No, uh, it's it's. Um, I'm I'm trying to find the right verb to explain my feeling. Uh, I'll just let it go since I can't find a good one. But no, it's it's just this. We're sitting here on August the 23rd, and it's the same as if it was June the 23rd or May the 23rd uh, with Chris. I mean, it starts to get into. Um, uh, some tricky situations, actually, for Chris, if you start holding out once the regular season begins from a financial standpoint. People talk about what he's been missing uh, in camp. When you start missing game checks, it's a whole different world, particularly where he's right now in the books for $20 million. Mm. And uh, just think about the real value of $10 million to bucks. <laughs> That's the I'm talking yeah. about the real value of money. And when that goes away, you don't get it back. So it's... Uh, it becomes interesting, but um, hey, we press on. That's where Andy Reid wants us all to be, and that's what they've done and do and will do, so we press on. Well, today in the spotlight, speaking of the defensive line, a newbie up front, their first-round draft pick out of Kansas State, King Felix. What do you got for us today, Mitch? Well, guys, this week my thesis has been, how did the Chiefs turn that crank, the screwdriver, either Phillips or regular head mm-hmm. screwdriver, just crank it one more notch? How do you stay ahead of all of these uh, people that are trying to climb the castle wall and knock you off. And remember, on the Monday, just to review of people have been with us, it was an off, the most creative offense in the league getting even more so, thinking way outside the box. Two is like the running backs becoming receivers, the receivers becoming runners. Pacheco's got to be a receiver this year and not just a runner. Today it deals with the defense. When the Chiefs picked Felix and Yuduke Ozama, with the 31st pick in the NFL draft, it was very poetic. It was in Kansas City in front of several hundred, 300,000 people, right, that were over that weekend. And Felix gets picked in his hometown, 20 minutes from his house. Uh, Lee Summit, guy that went to K-State and became um, the defensive player of the year in the Big 12, had an amazing year for the Big 12 champion Wildcats. But about Tuesday, that all wears off of that week. And for Felix, there's a lot that's expected of him because you're a first-round pick. Any first-round pick has a brighter light shining on them. I asked Felix what this camp has been like. Uh, this camp is tough, I'm not going to lie, but honestly, um, I'm enjoying every si- single second of it. I'm enjoying learning from the older vets. I'm enjoying learning uh, from the coaches, and uh, I'm just very excited to be here. Interesting to see you work one-on-one. Mm-hmm. Oh, the other guys are off dip, but they're working on your drops. Yeah. Uh, what about that? And how much of that did you do at K-State? Uh, I didn't do any at K-State. Um, it's, a, it's a good learning experience just to learn, work on my drops, just to learn something new, especially uh, coming to the league now. So I learned from, uh, especially from Spags, defense and stuff like that, just learning how to uh, do my drops and learning the correct way. 
The drops is when he lines up as a pass rusher, either a two-point stance or three-point stance or a four-point stance, and then drops his hips into coverage. They've been working on him. They've tutored him on it basically in these five and a half weeks. What has to happen for the Chiefs to stay there, try to stay where they're at and fight everybody off, is try to get a year from Felix and Yudike Ozama like they got last year to George Karloftis. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a 10-sack year. Can you be disruptive? Can you make a splash defensive play? Uh, last year, Karloftis had the second most pressures of any rookie behind Aiden Hutchinson of the Lions. And not saying Felix has to do that, but Karloftis had five and a half sacks in the last seven games of the season. That's not without, I mean, that's within the realm of reality for Felix. But guys, Felix has to do more than any rookie on this draft class because of where he was drafted in the position that he plays, especially with the six-game suspension of Charles Amena. Well, we know we can get to the quarterback. We saw it at K-State. I mean, he had, uh, what, 12 sacks two years ago last year. Not quite that number, but had a bunch of them again. Uh, he's a yeah, quarterback. Six in, one game against, six in one game against TCU. is an NCAA record. <laughs> unbelievable. And they took two of them away. But, I mean, he can dominate a game. Yeah, and has many, many, many times. And that was, you know, once they figured him out or tried to figure him out, that was double coverage, just like Will McDonald uh, with the Jets. That's why his yep. stats were down uh, last year. So what can we look forward to? What are the Chiefs doing in preparation for at least they finally get a home game? Uh, what's the difference, this uh, other than, of course, the travel that's uh, eliminated? Uh, but what's different this week? Honestly, guys, it's dealing with this heat and humidity. Yeah. They've moved practice earlier and earlier and earlier and still, the humidity is just oppressive. Like the, the temperature is not 105, but I mean, the heat and humidity is right at the line of where they can go. And they've fought through it. I'll give them credit. They pushed through it this week. And there is some excitement of playing at home. But still, uh, they're getting the heat and humidity they thought they would have in St. Joseph, but they're getting it uh, double down on them this week here in Kansas City. Final thing for me, Mitch, and uh had this in my notes from Monday, watching Monday Night Football and seeing the enemy up there calling plays for the Commanders. We know Andy Reid calls plays. You have a new offensive coordinator with Nagy coming back, but he's a guy that obviously has been under Reid for a long time. Any tweaks, any changes, or is it just going to be the Chiefs? This is what they are offensively. Any differences with the enemy not being there anymore? No, David Girardi is already kind of, uh, apprenticed in a role. Think of Mike Kafka when he was with the Chiefs. Now he's the offensive coordinator of the Giants, the old Northwestern mm-hmm. quarterback. Smart, tough. But now Girardi enters that role. And and the key is having the confidence of Patrick Mahomes. I told you, when the Netflix, Netflix series came out, it showed the world that Mahomes is an astronaut surrounded by NASA scientists. Well, now one of the guys has left NASA to be an independent contractor with another <laughs> space firm, and, that, and that's Eric Bieniemy. But there nothing against EB and I'm excited for EB to do what he's going to do in Washington, but this beat has not skipped. I mean, this drum's not skipped a beat. It's still, it's a snare drum and it is uh, going crazy. Uh, let's talk about Papa John's. We did at the beginning. It's still another week away, but that doesn't mean that they don't have that uh, garlic crust available. For... Oh, so good. Ugh. That and the boneless wings, boneless wings. I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm okay. Full disclosure. I'm a sucker for boneless wings and it's so Good. I don't know what they did, but they've come, they've come out of the lab in Johnston with some really good ones. So check them out at PapaJohns.com, and then Matt and Tom do so much, uh, and their managers for Central Iowa. So, yep, check them out, Papa John's. We'll talk to you tomorrow, Mitch Holtis. Thank you. Thanks, bro. Yep, good to talk to you. Mitch Holtis, the voice 
of the Kansas City Chiefs. All season long, Wednesdays, 11.50. That's our time, 11.50 on Wednesdays. Good stuff. So two more daily visits tomorrow, and then we'll wrap it up on Friday. All right, we'll talk Hawks with David Eicholt, Chicago Sports with David Kaplan. Trends plays of the day still to come. Hour 2, Miller and Condon next. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KX and Oh,